Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. And today's show is a Getting Love Right show. And it's a good show today because it's about so much. It's about seeking love without fear. Now the truth is that love and fear can be so much the opposite sides of the same coin. But getting love right is so difficult if we're in fear. So I'm going to be dissecting a lot about that today. So welcome to the listeners that listen in from Europe, Australia and England and of course the US. And please know that if you are listening in live and you have got a question, you can call in. And the number to call in is 347-989-1262. And if you're outside the US, you need to put a 1 in front of that number to dial into the US and of course put your exit code uh, in before you enter into the US code. Alrighty, and also too, the chat room is open for anybody that wants to post any questions or if you want to chat amongst yourself, I'll be checking in on the chat room as I'm doing the show. So okay, well let's just move into this show because it is a big topic. All these shows are big topics and you know, a lot of this show has been covered before but I think it's really nice to um, focus really exclusively on the fears that as women we can have and I know there are men that listen into the show as well. And you may relate. You may relate to these fears because they can be universal fears. They're not just female fears. But also, too, it may really help your awareness of women as well. And also, too, you know, the, the type of woman that you're going to be looking for, who she does not have to be a perfect woman. Definitely, definitely not. You know, the, the good guys out there, an empowered woman is going to be more of a standout for you to look at as a life partner. And it's really healthy for women to realize that too, that if we want to get this out of the cycle of the men that aren't available or the men that you know are not going to be stayers or the men that are after the for now girl instead of the forever girl, you really do want to be an empowered woman so that you're attracting um, and can ultimately attract a partner who is really wanting and knows he wants a serious relationship and he wants to settle down into a life partnership. Okay, so this show is about, I'm going to be discussing the crippling beliefs that can make women fearful of seeking love and connecting to love in healthy ways. What is it that can stop women finding and connecting with love? What are the fears that sabotage the creation of a loving relationship? How can you lose the fear and still know how to protect yourself have boundaries and trust your choices and ability to speak up to have your needs met. Okay, 
So that's really encapsulating the show. So we're going to have a talk about that. And a lot of the information I'm going to be talking about today is excerpts out of my Empowered Love uh, Creation e-course, which is a dating e-course. It really, really is. It's, it's an e-course to practically, emotionally and vibrationally get yourself and lure of attraction right in order to secure the right mate. And this e-course, if you actually go onto my website, which is at www.melanietoniaevans.com, in the Empowered Love Creation Resources section, the e-course is there. So you can have a read-up about it, see if it resonates with you, and see if it feels like it's going to have some keys that are going to really help you secure what virtually every woman wants which is a great relationship. It's very, very important to us girls. So in relation to the fears that we can have, women do struggle with this, and I'm not discounting men in any shape or form, but it's very, very important to realize the history and the DNA of women. So what the DNA, what I mean by that is our conditioned beliefs that our ancestors have had that have been passed on down the ages that women are really still struggling to break free from those fears and we're finding our way and the great thing is a lot of women are getting free of that stuff and getting into their empowerment in regard to themselves, relationships and men but it really has been and is still a process and the reason that it is such a process historically and Sadly, sadly, it still goes on in a lot of countries in the world today where a woman without a man is a nobody. She has limited resources. She has limited abilities to survive or provide for herself. Now, that having been our history, what's happened with women is that it becomes all about the man and on a deep, unconscious, instinctual level, most women have the feeling and the fear that if I don't secure a man, I'm not safe, I'm not going to be able to create for myself, I'm not going to have security. Now, this may not be all logical thoughts and feelings. This may be an unconscious thing that can put us into an anxiety. And that anxiety can be very much about, I want to cling to my relationship if I lose a relationship, I feel like I'm dying and I feel like I need to get another relationship even if I'm terrified of doing that or I just feel really empty and lonely and not able to sustain or add or create to my energy while I'm a single person. Now, I used to, like most women, suffer from horrifically from all of those things, all of those things. And... It really took a lot of self-analysis and it really took a lot of studying and researching and healing and spending lots of quality time with myself, with journaling, to really work this out and get this sorted out because it was a very, very painful experience for me that at the loss of a relationship, I'd be devastated. I'd have high levels of anxiety and then I would spend the time out of relationships uh, having to really focus on things on the outside 
because on the inside I felt very empty, I felt very lonely, and I felt very, very worthless. Now, to the outside world, that might have seemed really strange because whatever I was doing in my life at the time, I was successful at, I was a high achiever, I'd always been able to create for myself, have great security and what looked like great independence. And the the logical reality was I was extremely capable of creating my own security and my own reality, but yet inwardly it, it really did not feel like that at all. Now I know that there are women out there that really are having trouble creating their own security and their own independence. They feel very dependent as well as that anxiety, a feeling lonely, I'm a nobody, I can't enjoy my life on my own. You know, even to the point of if I go out and see a movie with a girlfriend, it feels wrong, I should be doing this with a partner. I'm a Libran girl for anybody that's, you know, most people know astrology signs and very much Libra is about partnerships and, you know, and I've got Libra in the seventh house and I've got a lot of Libra energy and... It really was like that for me. I I really, you know, I felt very, very disconnected from myself and life when I wasn't in a relationship. So I'm going to be talking a little bit about that and, you know, so many things about this topic. But what happens with women is that when they start thinking about pursuing their desire and creating a relationship, you know, firstly, and it is really, really important, to understand that water will seek its own level and wherever we're at on an inner level is exactly what we're likely to create and to meet in our life. And, you know, I had a really, really interesting conversation with a client uh, the other night over the phone and I really thank her for this, this metaphor and she'd been reading in a Law of Attraction online group and I haven't actually had a chance to research the link and have a look at it, but I will relay this story to you. And the story that she'd read that really resonated with her was brilliant. And it was really about, you know, if you were, let's say somebody, let's say if you had a kitchen and it was well stocked and you were able to create delicious meals for yourself and you were able to really fulfill and sustain yourself with healthy food. Now, if somebody came to the door and knocked on the door and they had a really delicious looking smelling pizza, you know, and they said, this pizza You can have this pizza to eat now, but if you eat this pizza, then you have to accept everything that goes with it. And you have to accept that you're going to have moments of pain and discomfort and emptiness and, you know, things aren't going to always be great if you take this pizza. Now, if you were able to have your own well-stocked kitchen that you could fulfill yourself with, you're going to say to the pizza boy, you can keep your pizza. Go. I don't care how delicious it looks and smells. I don't want it. But if your kitchen was barren, if you hadn't fed yourself for a long time and if you were starving hungry, you're probably going to grab the pizza regardless of the consequences. Now, relationships are very, very much the same. There's an old saying, Hungry shoppers make terrible food choices. That's why we don't like to go to a supermarket when we're hungry because we'll just buy, you know, really instant gratification junky food. It's the same with relationships. So it's very, very important 
that if you're listening to this show because it resonates with you and you want to really um, get out of fear, your first step always is to be able to make peace in the now. And that means you have to get to a level of feeling whole and feeling safe and true to yourself and knowing that you are an energy that is going to create more of the same. So when you get into life and start creating life and get a life and start getting on your mission and your passion and, and you know, really giving to yourself things like journaling, things like healing, things like having baths, feel like things that nurture not just your outside but your inside. You know, reading the right books really going on an inner journey now many people say well that's a spiritual journey and I really believe it is and you know spiritual is not about I'm going to become a clairvoyant and a medium it means that I'm going to come home to myself make peace with myself love myself understand myself and know that when I understand and can manage and align myself on an inner level I create all the outer results I want in life so it really is that saying that if we don't go within, we go without. And I used to be a huge people on avoiding within. You know, I was too busy. Too many people needed my attention. It's that whatever it was, my focus was not on the inside. And the thing is, you know, in the society that we live in, we're all really busy. You know, there are so many distractions now. We've got Facebook. We've got, you know, all sorts of stuff going on. And really, what these things are doing is pulling us outside of getting connected to our own authentic power and our own authentic creations. So it's really, really important that we get out of these distractions and we come back to self-realization. Because when we can create self-realization, we get to realize our goals. There's actually no other way that we can do it. So when we look at Women, in as far as creating healthy love, the first step is is to work on self-realization, is to come home to yourself, to make peace in the now. Energetic law is a very, very simple thing. And what it means is whatever we are vibrating at, which means feeling, in regard to any particular topic in our life, that vibration, that feeling is going to attract and create more of that. So we can understand with that very, very simple breakdown that if we're in the now and we're lonely and we're still hurt, we still feel rejected, we still feel like we have very little self-esteem after the last relationship, we still have a lot of fear, uh, we've got pain, we feel abandoned, we're still going through the what-ifs, over the last relationship and the confusion that we haven't been able to reconcile within ourselves, that is exactly your vibration for the next relationship. So we can, and I understood this, you know, I had to understand this. And after, you know, my, my big catalytic nemesis relationship, I actually took three and a half years out purposely to do the inner self-realization work. Now, I'm not suggesting that you actually have to do it for that long. You know, I was very broken and I was very determined. I was very determined that I was never going to go back through that again. I had had firmly enough of that. 
And also, too, I hadn't yet discovered at that point quantum leap solutions, profound solutions such as quantum freedom healing that can shift and adjust DNA very quickly. So I was still doing it. Um, you know, a lot of it was the manual way, was the harder way until eventually I did find those solutions and then it was a short track experience through to freedom and empowerment. It really was. So if you're alone and you're not in a relationship and you want a relationship, your first step is to clean up. Clean up the fears and the pain in the now and come to peace in the now so you can move forward. Because the reality is, moving forward, of course there's going to be challenges and you're going to need to be aligned and you're going to need to back yourself and to trust yourself to work out how to do boundaries and honor you. Okay, and that's just backing you and creating your truth. Now, that's all going to be really a lot harder if you're dragging all of this unnecessary baggage with you. It's going to really muddy the waters for you. So step number one is really mopping up and coming to peace with the past. So you don't have to be perfect. And it's not about losing the desire for a partner. You know, if you have a desire for a partner in your life, you will know if you're getting rid of the fears around it because it will feel delicious. It will feel like, wouldn't that be great? It will be a feeling like when you see couples walking down the road or, you know, when you see an older couple that are in their 80s and they're holding hands and it's so cute, you know, or if you see a young couple playing in the park and they're in love, it'll be, oh, my God, that feels so beautiful to view that. That is exactly what I want in my life and I can feel it. I feel that beautiful feeling of couples. You know, if you've got beautiful desire running, you're going to be able to watch a love movie and cry in happiness. You're going to be able to go out with friends that are couples and admire their relationships and feel that love they have for each other. And you're going to be creating a vibration of love into your life without the pain, the fear, the emptiness. But if you still are feeling like when you look at those sorts of things and bring that vibration into your life, when it feels like, why can't that be me? Why do other people have that and I don't have that? You know, when that sort of energy is running, you're not reconciled and you're not aligned. So all you can ever do from that point, and I understand it because I used to be there, but really, we are forgetting who we are, that we're source energy creators, and we're forgetting that the feeling precedes the creation. Always. That's how you create anything in your life. You've got to feel it to know it for it to become. You have to be it for it to come. So your biggest job is to clean up your vibration at step number one so that you can get into the energy, get into the feeling, get into the knowing. Actually, it's a little bit off the topic, but it really does relate. It was like I had uh, a student who couldn't get pregnant and she'd done um, you know, IVF and it had been years and years and years and this was a huge, huge crisis for her emotionally. And she was distraught. She couldn't look at babies. She couldn't go near a baby shop. She couldn't go to baby showers. It was just horrific for her, so awful. And nothing was working. 
So anyway, we did some quantum freedom healing work on it, shifted her into the alignment. She started going to baby showers. She started going to baby shops. And she was really in the acceptance. I feel her mother's energy. But you know what? If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But I'm going to be happy and I'm going to feel this glorious energy and I'm going to be a part of it. So anyway, for her last um, IVF that she went to, only one egg got transferred out of, and normally there'd been a lot that hadn't taken. There was one fertilized egg. It was a ridiculously small um, percentage of chance for that egg to take. It did. It did. And she fell pregnant. And that shift happened within two weeks. Now, there's no coincidence there. Absolutely none. So when we understand that we're powerful, energetic creators and the, the feeling, the knowing precedes the creation of a reality, and this is not airy-fairy rubbish. This is how creation works. You're the creator. So when you can accept that, you know your most important thing is to clear up your vibration and get out of fear. So you've got to make peace with where you're at. You've got to start feeling like you're getting a life and you're fulfilling yourself. And I still want a partner. How gorgeous to want that, to see it, to feel it, to know it, to read love novels, to... to you know, you can even go on dating sites and read the success stories and bring bring that vibration, that feeling, that knowing into your life. So that's important. And it's also important to note that when you're bringing in that alignment, your soul, your vibration wants to align with your desire. It wants to create you as clean and connected to that desire. So what will happen in that? Is anything that's in the way, if you were to imagine a flowing stream flowing towards a destination, now if there's any rocks or boulders that are in that stream, they're going to be resistant and that water's going to smack up against them. You know, because your desire is flowing really hard. That's why it's big. That's why it's painful. That's why you want it so much. That's your desire taking you to where you want to go. But what's going to happen is when it hits the rocks and things, you're going to have things come up for you, things that are fears, things that are resistances, and you know they're your rocks. You've got to pull them out of the stream because they are the things that are stopping your clean flow towards your desire. So let's have a look at what some of the common fears that women may have when they start thinking about getting out there and creating a love relationship. Now, I've written a lot about this because I so know as, you know, as a healer to women and as a woman, I so know, I would really put it to you that at least 97 to 98% of women hate the thought of dating, hate the thought of creating, getting out there and creating love. Now, I understand that because I used to be that, but I'll put this to you. Anything that you want to create in your life, and I've written newsletters about this, anything you want to create in your life, if you are not putting thought, word, and deed into it, if you're not doing your research, if you're not putting energy into it, one, you have extremely limited opportunities. Two, you are not making conscious choices or empowered choices. So what happens is, is when we just sit back and go, well, life will deliver him, life will deliver him. Now you, you know, this would be like if you were buying a car or a house and, you know, somebody's going to turn up on your, like, doorstep with a brochure and say, well, this is my car for sale, this is my house for sale. You go, oh, my God, it's arrived. It looks attractive. I'll have it. You know, 
that does not make sense. Now, love is the most important decision that you'll ever make in your life because you can get a new car or you can sack an old car, you know, and replace it, hopefully. You know, and a house, you can change homes, you can, you know, you might have insurance, you can get things fixed or whatever, but if the wrong love relationship comes into your life, it can be traumatic on every level of your life and a lot of women have experienced this. Everybody knows or has been a woman that's been in a traumatic, gut-wrenching love experience. That's just how love can go when love doesn't go right. And as women, then all our nasty DNA programs, you know, come in, which means our identity, our survival and our security is completely threatened by that. And, you know, women are a mess when their love relationships aren't right, you know, until they can get empowered and make empowered choices. So it's very, very important. But that thing about women, and I was one of them, I used to do years out of relationships. I'd do years and years and years. You know, some of my relationships were two years, one year, two year. Traditionally what happened to me, I'd either bump into somebody very, very quickly um, and that would just feel right and I'd go with it. Or I'd take, you know, like I'd hang back, wait, 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 when's it going to turn up, when's it going to turn up, two years would go by and then I'd bump into somebody. So, you know, because I didn't know how to create what I wanted in an empowered way. And what would happen is the people that would turn up, you know, out of the blue, there'd be a chemical attraction. Um, I really wouldn't ascertain many other things about them. It felt right, which meant to me that it it must be right, and I'd just go down that track, and then, you know, then I'd get stuck into trying to fix and change somebody into the version of what I wanted them to be in order for me to be happy, which never works. And then I wouldn't want to let go because I had the fear of being alone, and it would just end up really um, painful until eventually they'd leave or I would have to leave and then I'd be back at square one and having to do the whole thing all over again. So that was really my pattern to 40 years of age till I got it sorted out. Thank goodness, you know. And, you know, in hindsight, it would have been great if I'd done it in my 20s. And what really excites me and I find so inspiring is women that actually do, that are, you know, you look at the younger generation, some of them are so empowered and aware, and, you know, they they email me and they, you know, get involved and they get on the e-course or they start doing session with me. And, and it's all about, you know, I know I've got this stuff and I don't want to live my life like this and I want to get it right and, you know, I want to get this sorted. And they do. And you think, wow, gosh, at their age, I wasn't even considering any of that. You know, I had no idea of the inner world at that point. But it doesn't matter what age we are, we can look at, okay, the common denominator in my painful love experiences, I have to say, is they me. doesn't mean I'm a bad person, doesn't mean I'm an awful person, it just means I'm out of centre and I'm not empowered and I've still got fear running I've still got vibrational stuff going on that is pointing in the opposite direction of where I really want to go. So what's happening is I'm getting the same patterns that hurt or if I do get something good and solid, I'm actually sabotaging it because I'm not a match for it vibrationally. I can't accept it. I've got to push it away. So, you know, that's one of the reasons why women push away really good guys because vibrationally they're not aligned with that. I can't accept it. And that's sad too, and it's hard for, you know, a lot of the good guys out there that are going, why do women always want the bad men? You know, why do good guys come last? It's because of that. 
because when women haven't cleaned up their fears, they're going to be attracted to and attract the bad guy and he's going to feel really right because he is a vibrational match with your fears. Okay, so let's look at some of the common fears that can go on for women when they, they think, and you, you'll relate to this, okay, because I think this is universal for all women. So let's say you are alone, you don't have a partner in your life, you'd really love a partner in your life, but you don't want to get out there and make it happen. Okay, now the fears can be, I might be rejected. What happens if I meet somebody that I'm actually attracted to and he goes, no, sorry. Okay, the other fear, I might have to spend time with creepy, sleazy men. That one used to freak me out. That was a huge fear. And I remember when I originally tried dating and what did I get? The two guys I went out on dates with were that, absolutely that. One was a complete and utter liar, the, and it was just really sleazy. And the other one told me that he was a swinger, and would I be interested in swinging? So, you know, needless to say, I dropped the ball, was terrified, got off online dating and went, oh, no way, no way, I could never do this again. So, but I created it, I attracted it, I had a fear of it, so I smacked straight into it. Okay. What if I get fooled and make the wrong choices? Yeah, what if I get conned? What if I fall for that? Can I trust myself to make the right choice even if the flaws are obvious? So am I going to get sucked in and go, oh, no, that'll be okay. You know, I can sort that out. I don't want a bad experience, you know, whatever that bad experience might be in a dating experience. If I meet guys I don't like, I'll feel even lonelier. That used to be one of the ones for me too. I remember, you know, when I was younger and I split up with somebody and I really wasn't over them and I wasn't reconciled and I think I'll go out and meet somebody else and then there'd be nobody there I was attracted to and nobody there that lit my fire and then I'd go home and I'd be crying in bed thinking, oh my God, he wasn't so bad, I miss him, I'm never going to meet anybody like him. It, you know, it felt even worse. I'm scared of becoming needy and desperate. That's a fear women can have. And a lot of men, you know, really do report that their biggest turn-off will be when they go on a date on a girl and they know, and men feel it, that she started doing instant relationship in her head. She's already 20 years down the track, you know, we're married, we've got kids, we've got this, we've got that, and men feel that. You know, it's, it's a repulsion to men. Okay, I'm too choosy. All right, and that can be a way of protecting ourselves too. And, you know, we may have to really look at where we've gone wrong before and what we have been choosing or allowed to be chosen in regard to and say, well, maybe I've got to reassess my values here. Maybe I've got to be more open. Maybe, you know, really what I'm doing is making the bar so high that I just, I'm too scared to get into a relationship. And of course the fear is maybe I'm going to end up on my own. So what can happen with women is that when they get out there and dating and it's not coming together and it's actually, you know, if you if you are into my e-course or if you're actually deciding to work through it, you'll get to know that is actually preferable that you don't meet Mr. Right tomorrow because there's a lot of stuff and foundations you need to work on to get yourself right for a great relationship. 
and the whole time you're getting empowered. But what generally happens for women is that they'll go out on dates and if it doesn't come together, it will supplement to them that emptiness, that fear, I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. Now that I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life is simply a vibrational charge creating that experience. It all comes back to vibration, knowing and working on yourself to get aligned with knowing. When you are in the knowing, my desire exists for me, I'm clearing the resistance and the fear out of the way, I feel it, I know it, it's going to happen, well then the universal energy has got no way out to not respond to your vibration. You're the creator. So all of that, you know, maybe I'm going to end up on my own and be on my own, is handing power over to life. It's like there's this outside force that is rolling dice going, well, you can have a relationship and you can have one and you can't for whatever reason, you know. And that renders you powerless and not the creator you are. You create your reality, nothing or nobody else. The universal energy, life and the outside is you. That's what all of this stuff is about. That's what all of these shows are about. So, of course, creating love can be scary. And, of course, men or, in fact, anyone can be making out there's someone else. And we could, in fact, run headlong into a man who could con us, hurt us, abandon us and make our life a total emotional misery. Now, I'm ramping this up for you. Okay, that is true. But it will not happen unless you allow it. And if you're in your power and in your truth, that's not going to happen. That, and it won't happen if you're empowered and self-aware. And it certainly won't happen if you're not powerfully charging on fear, dread and suspicion, which are powerful feelings that could attract the very man that you fear. So the determining factor is always you. So there's actually no reality about who can I trust or who can't I trust because really what that is saying is the way other people are or aren't determines the quality of my life. Now that's a complete and utter illusion that hands your power over to others. The truth of the matter is everything is out there, everything. Great people and not so great people. And it's not about whether or not you can trust other people, it's about whether or not you can trust yourself. So it's when you start trusting yourself and get out of fear that you're actually going to start seeing the results that people you can trust will come into your experience and if it turns out that you can't, well then you no longer participate in that experience. You move on and stay aligned with creating your truth. So it really doesn't matter if there are bad guys out there, yes, there are bad guys out there. I used to, you know, be in a long-term relationship with one who nearly killed me. You know, we've so many of us have had those experiences. But what we understood through those experiences is we were not trusting ourselves, we were not backing ourselves, we were not aligning with ourselves, and we were handing our power over to these people and allowing them to be the dictator of our life. And that's not what love loving yourself which creates real love is about so this is about when you understand that you're the chooser not the chosen that you actually have the ability as a woman to date 
and to understand some really, really specific fundamentals about who you are, what you want in a person, what your values are, and how to ask the questions, take your time, and how to view that particular person, not with fear and suspicion and pain, but as an observation. So it would be just like the observation, and I really hate to de-romanticise things for you, because you know when you get the right love, it's incredibly romantic, it's incredibly fulfilling, but there's a process to secure that right person. So it's like, you know, if you're looking for a particular driving experience with a car or a particular experience with anything important in your life that you're buying, you're actually going to put it through, you know, some due diligence to make sure it can be that experience. And it's the same with a love partner that, you know, and these people that really stubbornly hang on to the notion, well, love should just happen, it shouldn't be logical, you know, and I have to say to you, has that worked for you? Has it worked? No, it hasn't. It hasn't worked for me. It hasn't worked for my clients. It hasn't worked for the thousands of women I've been in contact with. You know, if we just run on emotion without making conscious, healthy choices, then we're in for a disaster. We are playing Russian roulette with our lives, our emotions and our hearts and our bodies. And it is absolutely not worth it. So that thing is about the chooser is you've got to get very, very clear about what is your truth. You've got to get very, very clear about what are your past fears and how you actually drew those fears into your experience because whatever we fear, we create. There's no two ways about that. So, you know, if we're fearful of controlling abusive men, we're going to create them. We'll get another one. If we're fearful of cheaters, we're going to get a guy that cheats. If we're fearful of pathological liars, we're going to get a pathological liar. Okay, now let's say you didn't. Let's say that you're fearful of controlling men. You might get a guy who's not controlling, who's just actually really caring and supportive, but because you're still running the fear of being controlled, you'll ascertain him as controlling you'll accuse him of being controlling and you will actually start seeing all of these controlling things that aren't even controlling. Okay, with a man, with that fear of men cheat. If you don't get a cheater in your life, you will start feeling like he's cheating, even if he's not. You'll suspect it, you'll question him, you'll interrogate him, you'll get jealous and eventually you'll push him away. If you really have the fear of a man being a pathological liar, you will start not trusting a good guy's words. So whichever way you go with this, you've got to clean up your fears. When you clean up your fears, you actually get really confident and you get really cool about understanding universal law and universal energy and knowing that you've actually got to walk your fear in real time in a different way than what you used to. So in the old pattern, and I'll use mine as an example about the, the fear of controlling abusive men. Now, what had happened in my life is I had these inner beliefs because I had really bad boundary function. I didn't believe I could look after myself and secretly or not so secretly, I wanted a big strong man to walk into my life, take care of me, protect me and make my life better. 
which was sort of really interesting because I was really independent and didn't want to be smothered and controlled. So, you know, I had these two conflicting things going on. And what would happen is I would go after what seemed like really sort of strong, upright men that were very capable. I was never into, you know, a feminine men. I was really into, you know, men. And so what would happen is these men would come in and I was going, okay, well, you're going to be my protector and you're going to help me, but I still need to be me and I still need to be independent. And what would happen is this fear of being controlled would actually manifest, you know, and I'd fuel it as well because I felt controlled. They felt like they were losing control. I'd be fighting for independence, so they'd be coming in harder and trying to secure more of me. And it was just this, this, you know, really, really uncomfortable pull and tug thing. But what was happening was I would actually choose men that I'd even question about being controlling. And no, no, he's not controlling. He's just supportive and protective. You know, so I felt like I had a, you know, oh, my God, it's not what I don't want. It's not what I don't want. So what I'm saying is that if you're still carrying the fear, someone will come into your life if they do. If you're just too fearful of everything, well, then nobody may come. There are women that are decades on their own because their inner emotional vibration is so fearful that, their body is saying through survival programs, I don't want a relationship, I don't want to be annihilated, I don't want to destroy and lose myself, I'm going to stay alone. So no matter how much the conscious desire is, the inner body programs are stopping anybody coming into your life. So if you've been on your own for years but really want a partner, that's what's going on and you need to clean it up, otherwise it's not going to change. But these fears are really interesting because even though we logically ascertain, no, 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 he's not like that, it will come out, it will happen, it will be the same pattern again. Or you will think it is and you'll sabotage it. There is no way out of that system. So you've got to clean up those fears. There's absolutely no, no doubt about it. So what happens is, and, you know, underneath it all is the DNA fear of being alone. So what can happen there is the fears manifest the relationship that will go down the same pattern and then we'll default back to being alone and being at square one again, which is what you know used to happen to me every, every single time. So the thing is you won't create a reality of pain and fear as a result of manifesting the matches with your charge on the topics men and dating. Okay. So let me just read that out again because I don't think I've got that quite right. Hang on, I'm just going to check this out. Yeah. Okay, it's like, you know how, let's say, you know, you're driving down the road and you lose control of your car because, like, you've hit some water or an, or an oil spill or something and you see that tree on the side of the road and you don't want to hit that tree now, what's happened, and it's been proven in driving accidents, that when you're focused on the fear of what you don't want to hit, you can actually unconsciously turn the wheel and hit it. So it is the same. So the thing is, you know, we've always thought that what we fear, you know, like if we've had three men in a row, and this was a pattern in my 20s that I had in regard to men that play up. And I had it happen three times to me in a row. And it was actually at the third time, and I still had a long way to go on my journey, but I had enough consciousness back there 
in, um, I think I was in my early 30s, and the consciousness was, is if I don't let go of this fear, then I am, I'm going to keep doing this. This is a pattern. This is what's happening in my life. And, you know, I don't want to live this anymore. And then I went back to the choices that I made at the time. I backtracked with every single one of those guys and I had a look at the choices and the warning signs that I'd missed, that I'd got involved with, and that I'd fallen in way too quickly and I hadn't taken my time and I really, really hadn't established exclusive, committed, solid relationships with these people from the onset of getting into a relationship with them. So these are the things as women, because we may feel powerless and we think that love is so hit and miss and it's a box of chocolates and you can open it up and goodness knows what flavor you're going to get, you know, when the wrapper finally comes off. That is so not the case. The man you meet is the man you get. And it's the same with women. It really, really is. And yes, there can be some adjustments and some growth in a relationship, only if that person's willing to grow and only if you're willing to back yourself and walk your truth. You know, and that person may need to grow to be your reality if they want to be in the relationship and vice versa for you. There may be some things that come up in the relationship for you that it's stuff you have to let go of and stuff you have to heal. And if your partner's empowered enough, he's going to stand in his truth and say, well, you know, look, this, honey, is I love you, but this is what I really need. And, you know, I need to honor myself. And if this, you know, it doesn't, well, if you can't, well, I've got to be true to me. I've got to move on. You know, and in my relationship with Dale, we've both gone through those situations where we've come up to deal breakers for both of us because we are honoring ourselves. And the other person had a choice, you know, well, hey. And, you know, for me, it was like, well, you know what? That was my fear that I wasn't letting go of. And where you are on on that subject is really where I'd like to be. And, you know, hey, yeah, I'm going to move up with you. I'm going to let this go. And I'm going to, you know, rise up to your vibration with this. So there's so much of that that even in relationships, it's about working through the fear But it's very important that when you get into a relationship with somebody that you know the difference between I'm swerving into and hitting the tree or I'm actually stepping back and taking my time and remaining conscious and working out, is this or is this not my truth? And if it's not my truth, that's perfect because not only am I an unlimited being where there's more from where that came from, As the energetic vibrational creator of my reality, I've just got to tell the universe and get clearer with the universe about what is or isn't me. So the universe is always bringing you, you. Always. So it's bringing you your vibrational feelings and knowings in relation to any topic. So if your feelings and knowings are fear, pain, resentment, uh, confusion, then what the universe says is, all right, I'll give you more of that. I unconditionally love you enough to give you what your vibration is. You're the creator. You're the boss. You get to call it on. No. So we can get excited about meeting our vibrations. So for me, you know, when I got very, very clear about the, you know, the adulterous type guy, the guy that really wasn't over his past and was going back to, you know, like, you know, people in his past and playing up and all that sort of stuff. I got very, very clear about that. And 
what I understood was it was a particular type of person that I was falling in way too quickly with and, you know, did ring a red flag. They were not over their exes. You know, hello, hello. But back then I had this sort of thing, well, you know, we're feeling such an intense connection. This is so right. This is so great. You know, he'll just know I'm it and he's not going to go back there. Like, no way. You know, I sort of really was uh, pretty full of my own importance back then. And then I realized that, you know, all of these forces are, are bigger than myself and really what life was showing me that if you're going to make sloppy choices, you're going to get sloppy results. And this is the same for everything in our life. And also, too, there is no doubt that at those times when I was making those sloppy choices, I knew there was something inside me going, ooh, this doesn't feel good, this isn't right. My intuition knew. But, you know, because I was so full of my own importance, I just pushed that to the side and line up with the way I wanted it to be, which, but inside all the time I knew the truth. I wasn't listening to my truth in any shape or form. So after all of that, and I was really lucky at that age, I mean, there was a lot of patterns I didn't snap off and they were very horrendous and they took longer. But, you know, that pattern back then, I went, okay, this is me, this is sloppy choices, this is my stuff, you know, three out of three was me in there and this has got to change. So I actually back then researched and learned about what a monogamous guy looks like and what a monogamous guy doesn't look like. And my um, my e-course is full of this sort of information that, you know, I've brought to the table, you know, since my 20s and also to really refined in my 40s, you know, to really help women out. And, of course, it's helped me out incredibly. So what would happen then and what happened back then, sure enough, the next three guys that I met were that pattern. Absolutely. And what was really cool was I understood that and it was like, okay, well, the universe is really bringing me my old pattern to see if I'm going to be different in it. And it happened reasonably quickly over over a course of a few months and I rejected all of these people. I chose not to participate and I went, you know what? No, not my reality. Don't want to go, you know, not playing, not playing. That's fine. You know, you can move on. And... What happened then after that is I never had that pattern come up in my life again. That was it. It was done. It was gone. And the universe said, you passed the test, Melanie. You're a different energy on this now. You're not going to accept what you don't want into your life. You're aligned with you want monogamy. And you're going to make healthy choices in regard to that. So that one never, ever fell over again. I never had that problem again. And the amazing thing was, because I had it really right inside myself, I'm aligned with myself. I know I'm monogamous and I trust my uh, alignment and creation of monogamy. Jealousy was just really non-existent for me. I'm not to say that I haven't been jealous, but I'm talking one tiny of a thousandth of my whole love uh, reality would have jealousy in it. It's, it's just not my reality, you know. Playing up is not my reality. So what you really have to do is really go back through all your old stuff. What are my patterns? What are the things I'm scared of? Because you will really understand too that those things that you've still got fear on in relation to love, men, um, relationships, are the things that are holding you back from creating a love relationship 
Now, creating a love relationship, in theory, is as simple as feeling and knowing what you want, getting out on the field, rejecting anything that isn't that, and keeping in the flow of meeting people to have the opportunities to connect to what you do want through a process of elimination of what you don't want. Now, this would be no different than going to a car yard and test driving cars. Now, I know that can sound really weird. And I know it can sound really unromantic and it can actually sound callous. You know what? It is not callous. And actually, by honoring yourself, you're honoring honoring everything and everybody because other people have also got the opportunity. You don't owe anybody anything. They don't owe you anything. What you are doing is being a participation in the dating scene. You're being honest. You're being upfront. And you have every right to choose who is or isn't going to be the correct partner for you. And you set people free, if they're not, to have the opportunity to find whoever is or isn't going to be the right partner for them. So there is nothing callous about this system. What is callous and controlling and codependent is when we get actually into relationships with people that really don't meet our criteria and then we try to force and change them to be our criteria to make us happy. That is actually a selfish system. So I love the system of life that when you do honour you and you do honour the truth and you do honour conscious empowered decisions, you honour everything and everyone in life. You honour life. So, you know, I, I really believe, I know, I know the difference between women that do sit and hope he's going to turn up. I do know the difference between women that do that and women that actually go, I'm going to use this as an empowered journey to clean up my fears about love and pain and relationships so that I can actually get into a healthy relationship with empowered choices and have learned so much about myself that I'm going to be empowered in the relationship as well with an empowered person. And that is an incredible journey when you can come out of the muck and the pain and the fear and the loneliness and actually really start trusting yourself as a woman around men feeling empowered, feeling confident, having great boundary function, being able to say a no and accept a no without feeling personal, personalized and rejected and abandoned because it's a very, very simple thing to understand that if you're going to still carry fears of rejection and abandonment and I have to get myself through another person, and if they abandon and reject me, I'm a nobody, which is a very, you know, it's a survival DNA for women. If my man rejects me, I'm dead. Literally, that's how big it is. Now, if you don't heal and clean up all that stuff, chances are you're going to get into a relationship with somebody who could be narcissistic, and he's not going to let go because he's going to want supply. 
you know, narcs don't let go because of supply. Unless there's no supply or no fun left to have and then they'll go out and get other sources. But if you have got a fear of being rejected and abandoned, you might get somebody in your life that is going to cling and drain and possess you like a narcissist. You'll have somebody that's present that doesn't want to let go, but they'll be destroying you in the process. Or you're going to get into a relationship with somebody who is going to reject you and abandon you. So either way is not healthy and it's not right. You know. So when you can get out into dating and you can actually meet people, I call it empowered love creation actually because, you know, dating is like a dirty word that makes people feel sick, sadly. Okay, empowered dating is a much better expression and empowered love creation is helpful because that's the goal that this is really about. But when you can get out, you know, meeting potential partners and when you can accept and know and accept that the universe has just done you an incredible favour because it's helped you empower you to realise that somebody's um, acceptance or non-acceptance of you is not the creation of you, your life or your truth, and it isn't. And that also, too, that the universe has probably just done you a massive favour because this person wasn't right for you. And, you know, life beats us up, which means we beat up ourselves, when we try to make an unmakeable deal work, when we try to go after something that's not working that we can't have because our ego is telling us we need it for our own identity, that's when we get kicked really, really hard. And what it really is, it's a soul creation of us kicking ourselves because, hang on, honey, you are way off track you know, you are doing something, you are just going through enormous self-punishment and you're not lining up with your truth here at all because you think you're limited, you think you can't have and you think you're not a creator, you think you've got to cling and make this thing work whereas if you let go and got aligned, you get to call in whatever is your match. What on earth are you doing? So, you know, I help. hope that this show has given you some food for thought. There was a lot of other stuff here I actually wanted to go into and I went off on tangents, but, you know, it works out the way it's meant to work out. But I really, you know, if you're lonely and you're feeling unfulfilled, my e-course covers everything from getting back into your own power to getting yourself to cleaning up your past to aligning to know who is a good guy, who isn't a good guy, to protect yourself, to have boundaries, to let go of fear, let go of pain and I can't recommend it enough because the women that have committed to this e-course that have provided me feedback or I've caught up with you know, and had conversations with have done a fantastic job and a lot of them now are with great guys, really, really beautiful men, you know, because there's beautiful men out there, they're really cool. And the great thing about creating a relationship, you only need one. You only need one man. How hard can it be? And you know where the great guys are? Where any logical person who wants to create a goal who hasn't got fear is. Advertising. Putting himself out there. The great... And there's, you know, there's the other guys there too. But I'll tell you where the great guys are in the age bracket, which is like my major following. Women in their 30s and 40s and even, you know, onwards, 50s and 60s. The great guys, they're on internet dating. 
because they don't want to go to clubs, they don't want to go to bars, they want to put themselves out there, they want to advertise, they want to make it happen. They're there, so you just need to get there armed and understanding, get rid of your fear, get your techniques and your procedures right, and that's your reality as well. So I hope that helps and made a lot of sense. So have a great uh, morning or evening or afternoon, no matter where you are in the world, and lots of love. Bye-bye for now.